Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa, cheesesteak for an hour. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 90th episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. It is 1013 on Tuesday. I don't even know what date it is. It doesn't matter. The Eagles got massacred on Monday Night Football against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, We just started recording after the last out against the Braves. I am joined, as always, by Jimmy, by Nick, and by Dirty Mike. Let's just get right into it. Uh, If we weren't already in bad moods, I feel like shit. I feel like I have knives in the middle of my stomach, so I'm in a worse mood than just the Eagles and the Phillies losing. So uh, I don't really feel like talking that much right now to start us off. And Dirty, you were the most nauseating person to be texting with last night in the Eagles game, so I'm sure you have plenty to say. So what are your initial thoughts and reactions to last night's game, Dirty? I like uh, if I could, I'd like to start off by saying I'm glad that the tacos finally got to you. Um, Thank you. And then, as far as the game goes, I mean, what what do you, what do you what do you even say? I mean, I was kind of tongue in cheek last week talking about how I thought it was going to be 41 to 11, and we'd all be crying and staying up till 1 a.m. and staring at Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurst talk about shit in the toilet, and literally, that's almost exactly how it went. <laughs> like it's just it was as bad as you thought it could be. And it was, unfortunately for me, predictable. It's an old, beat-up roster. The injuries are piling on. They're not that good. There's no origination in the offense. There's just not a ton to be excited about outside of the fact that we can beat Atlanta by 30. So it was predictable, yet tongue-in-cheek. So very interesting observations from Dirty. Nick, I was with you last night until I left about the beginning of the fourth quarter when there was nothing left to watch of that game. Uh, Your thoughts and takeaways from the game. (laughs) <laughs> Dirty, Dirty's kind of right with with it being predictable. Um, you know, I, I talked myself into thinking the Eagles could win this game. You know, I, I if you really, really thought about it, you know, rookie coach, rookie quarterback, um, going up against Dak and that that high powered offense. I, I mean, the, I should have known better. I should have fucking known better. But I went into it. I thought they were going to win the game. You know, I talked myself into it. Uh, and then they just they stabbed you in the they stabbed you in the gut. I mean, it was it was just one of the worst games I've I've watched in I can't remember how long. I mean, it was awful. I mean, both unnecessary, sides of the ball. unnecessary ricochet shot of stabbing in the gut while I'm in just absolutely brutal stomach pain. Jimmy, your thoughts on last night's game? It was like I was living through a dirty Mike hellscape. Because oh my god, it was because, awful. Because last week he said forty-one to eleven, and here we are watching a game that was damn near close to that. Or he said something like that, and and, and so you know, yeah. Last so a, a, again, as Dirty Mike said last night, I'm laying in bed just sort of staring at the ceiling, and <laughs> and I just you know, and and also the, the Phillies capped this off uh, tonight as well. I was just thinking about how. 
the, the 2018, 2017, 2018 Eagles were like this little island in the middle of what has been just just an awful decade of sports in this town. Like, just because m- miserable. Ju- just like, I don't know. It, it's like, um, yeah, that, if you want to dive off the deep end with me, uh, that's where I'm going. Yeah, yeah let's go. Okay. I love it. You know, I can like, I can like picture us all last night. And Jimmy, you, you know, I'm, I'm playing off of what you said. Like, you know, I can. Well, Matt was with me, but um, you know, I can picture. I can picture like uh, you know, so many people just just distraught, just just angry, and and then I just picture dirty, probably just sitting in his fucking recliner with the biggest shit. No one's grin happier. On his face, no one is happier. Thrilled with that this went down. Thrilled. Dirty Mike. No one. And he's just texting about, texting about, and texting about. No one was happier with the Andre Dillard penalty about him running all the way up the field than Dirty Mike. It's just he's the worst person to experience a game with, even when you're not experiencing it with him. He just lures you in and just, oh, it made it so much worse. And we were just publicly, nationally embarrassed on every single aspect of the game. So let's just break it. Go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah, like it was, it was, it was, it was as bad as as a game as I can remember watching uh, of of my of my beloved Eagles. Like it was, it was was almost as bad as last year's game when Jalen Hurts started as well because they got blown out by the Cowboys last year. It's not that long ago. And the year before, they had three straight losses in Dallas over twenty. Over their last three games in Dallas, they've been outscored one fifteen to forty eight. So one fifteen to forty eight. You could say that this is our new norm. No, well, but also like this game had so many things. Like there was just like rookie head coach was on full display in this one. Barf. Like everybody, like. This was different than than years past, in my opinion. And um, like it, it, the announcers were having a tough time, like even just like dumbing down how bad the Eagles were. were. Well, let's <laughs> try real quick to dumb it down. Well, if you can't stop the run, try to stop the pass. Well, they couldn't do that. Uh, if you can't throw the ball, try to run the ball, and they didn't do that. So those are a quick uh, four ways that the Eagles just failed miserably last night. So that's I mean, a way to Gannon, dumb it down. How Gannon the actually, I, I think you could tell what you couldn't tell what Sirianni's game plan was. I have no clue what the fuck that dude was thinking, but like you could tell what Gannon's game plan was. It was don't Not play let, well. Don't let Cooper and and CD Lamb beat you. Like don't let them beat you. And, you know, make them make them beat you with their running backs, you know, because the Eagles historically have been pretty good at stopping the run. Well, he accomplished well, Zeke that. And, Zeke and Pollard ran the fuck all over us and Gannon didn't make any adjustment at all. I mean, it was did, every though. time he, the Cowboys got the ball. When did he make an adjustment? For, they just kept but, scoring. But, no, he made adjustments, but they were so weird, man. At one point, like at, at, for multiple series in a row, he was only rushing three guys, and he had like a DN p- positioned as a linebacker, and the, there were only two he linebackers. He did switch and, like, to three four at some point too. And I was like, "What are they doing? Like, what is this fucking defense? Like, I just couldn't figure out what his game, and it wasn't working. Whatever he was going he, for, it he was even a total went flop. three four. He even went three four in the in the in the red zone. Like, I think it was even goal line. It was just like you know, Dax lining up, and and Zeke's looking around. He's like, yeah, "Which which lane do I pick? There's there's he so many. Mil- which one do Milton I want to take?" 
He had the rookie Milton Williams step in for Brandon Graham and playing defensive end for most of the game. Like, it was just so confusing. Like, it was a really odd way to go into that game. And it fucking showed, right? Every time Zeke or Pollard ran the ball, it felt like they ran for 41 yards. Every time they touched the ball, it felt like they were up half the field. I just, like, you, like there was just no, you couldn't stop the bleeding. Yep. Well, the defense was on the field for pretty much the entire first half, so they couldn't stop anything. Uh, Nick, you might have been right and said, don't let uh, Dak and Amari and CD stop you. Let the running backs, uh, you know, be the ones that uh, beat you down. And they did. Uh, So let's focus on the offense here a little bit. Hertz drops a deuce, which is what Nick writes, uh, which is the tongue in cheek way of commenting on Hertz's comment after the game, which we'll discuss. He went 25 for 39 with 326 yards, two touchdowns. Just a just reference to it, yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. went for it. Yep, yep. Uh, two touchdowns and two interceptions. Those are all garbage stats except for the two interceptions. Yeah. Trash. Hurts looked awful. Hurts looked absolutely awful. Yeah. Everything that we were ever worried about with Hurts has been written or said about Hurts, about his arm strength, about his decision-making, about his one-look-and-run. It all came to light on national television, and uh, it just sucked. It just absolutely sucked to see our Dude, quarterback. So like, there be a lot of hope for it. Like da- Dallas's run defense isn't that good, and like going into that game, like that's what a lot of people were talking about. Is like they can be exposed in this game. Like if the Eagles can establish the run, like they can play well. Like the other things will follow, and they that's how they should have started the game, but they didn't. They started the game with seven straight passes, and then and then the, the eighth play was a run an RPO that Hertz kept and got sacked for like six yards. So like, I don't even count that. Like I, it was just like the way they, it was a terrible game plan by Sirianni, I guess, just to put it in simple terms, it was just really bad. And here's a fun stat to, to just throw off what I'm saying. Love Eagles running backs. Stat. Eagles running backs last night had three carries. It's the fewest in Eagles history and the fewest by any team in the NFL in two decades <laughs> that's a great running back stat while we're talking about jalen hurts so let's go off on that running back stat thanks but his, for just going now, off on whatever you want matt you don't pay attention the reason why his fucking numbers were so bad is because he had to throw because they weren't running so like of course hurts is going to be bad when you don't run and you force your quarterback to throw every time name me one game in the history of the nfl where a quarterback had to throw and, the, and there was no running game and he did well it doesn't yeah, happen. Sirianni didn't make it difficult for the Dallas' defense at all. They knew, yeah, like, they knew on, Hertz yeah. was throwing every time. Trevon Diggs was laughing in everybody's faces all night because he just knew that they point. were going to throw the ball. And Trevon Diggs is like, all right, keep throwing it. And then, you know, the rest of the defense just followed right along. It was like it, it, <laughs> two, two runs in the first half. I mean, holy shit. Fucking joke. Fucking joke. So go over that stat again. So the Eagles had three carries last night by running backs, which is the fewest of any NFL team in two decades. So and that the fewest in Eagles history. That goes to Sirianni because I don't put that as they knew exactly that Hurts was going to throw. I still blame Hurts. It's just his decision making and his execution was just awful, regardless. Uh, but Sirianni has just changed from game one to game two to game three. Even though they faced the Falcons, his scheme offensively has just been. Uh, poor is polite. I'm trying to think of an even better word than that. Like, like it's Uh, elementary. It's completely, completely elementary. There's no motion being run. So he's like an eighth grade football coach. 
it's just like this guy who's Seventh supposed grade. to be a really smart football mind, X's and O's mind. It seems that he's much closer to Matt Nagy than a Kyle Shanahan and a Sean McVay when it comes Dang. to these young coaches. And that's very, very scary. It's only three games in, but this regression is fast and it's scary. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, we we had no idea going into this year what Sirianni was going to be, and we're three games in, and we still have literally no idea what he's going to be. But this is not a great start. The first game, fine, like you know, you <laughs> played a bad team, you, you had you had a great go. Like we had no these these last two, like Matt just said, have really exposed him for what's going on here. And like I really hope this is not what he's going to be through sixteen games. But the first, the last two, underwhelming to say the least. <laughs> yes, you, you were really hoping. You know, you you're really hoping. Like I don't know. Like he 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 just comes off as kind of a goof. You know, like yeah. a goofy. Oh, he's uh, so sort of, annoying. And you were hoping, like maybe, like you were wrong about that impression. But like, but um, yeah. but yeah, like uh, he doesn't. I don't know. He's like that one of those, was always like, that was always the read, worry with him. If you're winning that rah rah goofy attitude's great, yeah. But the second you start losing, and I keep repeating, you lose like that on Monday Night Football against the Cowboys. It is so annoying. Like, take yeah, right. do don't you Sirianni don't show up in a fucking pandering shirt this week. Yeah, just don't Matt, do it. Not with the Chiefs guys- coming up. Not with all that. It is just so. Ridiculous, and you don't you haven't earned it you have not earned it have you have you guys ever had like a job or like you had a boss that like wasn't really a boss he was like just kind of trying to be a friend and like it just you know what i mean like it just didn't work out like that's what i get out of sirianni like he's like the dad who's trying to be like the cool dad instead of the dad who's like supposed to parent you kind of thing yeah you're spot on you're spot on with that and like if mcveigh and shanahan did that i guess fine because they've both been to super bowls but even that would be weird it is weird that he does that and there's this little like group in social media who's like man you people focusing on that like that's weird it's like what are you talking about that's weird a grown man who coaches grown men who make millions of dollars wearing shirts that pander them like the brandy graham shirts and the philadelphia philly shirts like that's weird maybe not the philly shirt because he's like he's like uh, cheering for his other cities teams but like the other stuff is just so odd especially when you come out and just lay duds these past two weeks well that's the thing i get like if you if for the first two years you didn't do it and you and your team was really good and in your third year you started doing stuff like that after you've already gained respect maybe i'd get it but right out of the gate coming out like that to me is just fucking weird man yeah, this is just a shit on Sirianni session, and it's rightfully deserved. I mean, there is just nothing, nothing to that offense at all. No motion. Three running plays all game. Three running plays all game? Matt, it doesn't, it doesn't take much to, as a coach, as, as somebody, as a fan just watching the game, it, like, it doesn't take much to say, like, okay, Jalen Hurts is struggling. Maybe I should run the ball a couple times. Maybe, you know, just try something different. And he just kept throwing and throwing and throwing. And I just, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Did he get stuck? Do we know if he got stuck? Maybe he got stuck. Just like in in time? Yeah, like somebody should have just went over and just hit him once, you know? This is my my favorite stat of the whole game. Corey Clement had three carries for Dallas, and Miles Sanders had two for the Eagles. So yeah. It's very, very telling stuff. I, I might be onto something with the whole stuck thing. Like maybe you just, you know, you might be. Froze you up. know what? You might be onto something because they're just, you can't be that 
out of touch. And he he talked after the game or maybe today and says, you know what, kind of game script really dictates that and the numbers are a little skewed. It's like, no, 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 no. Maybe if you run 10 times a game, maybe even eight times a game, not three times a game. So, Jimmy, you might be onto something and saying he was just kind of stuck in time and someone should like smack him in the back of the head. Yeah. And be like, oh. We were like, oh, right, more. right. Sorry. Got stuck. Because Sanders ran two times for 27 yards. It was like two times for negative one yards. It was effective. <laughs> yeah, that, part, he, he ripped off a 25-yard run, and then he was never to be seen again. <laughs> Makes like, no sense. <laughs> and and the, the third, the thir- uh, the third <laughs> carry went to Gainwell after yeah. it was 41 they, to 14. They it said was, that it was already 41 right. to 14, and then he ran yeah. Gainwell just to just to run the yeah. clock out and fucking get the hell out of there. Like so, <laughs> yeah. it, it really it. was just two rushes. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. 25-yard run. 25-yard run, they said, that'll do, pig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just yeah. sit back there. Run, run established. We just established the run for the rest of the night. Now we can just throw. Three minutes left in the fourth quarter. I mean, seriously, how simple is it? Run the ball to open up some things for your wide receivers. They made Dude. it so easy on the Dallas Cowboys defense. They made it so easy on them. It was, it was just sit back and fucking don't let them you, you catch the ball. They're not going to run. This is easy. They made it easy. He was a and the fucking run defense isn't good. It's not even good. I mean, it's one of the, the worst, one of of the worst coaching performances I've ever seen. And I'm a Sirianni guy. I'm not a Sirianni oh. guy anymore. Yikes. Like, I'm not calling for his head yet, but, like, holy no, fucking shit. I hear you. What I saw last night is one of the worst things I've ever seen. I like to be positive. I, You know, I, I, I was cool with the shirts. I'm not cool with the shirts anymore. Like, I don't want that shit anymore because you just – anything that you earned in my book and in, in my personal book, you know, because I'm a little bit more lenient than most – Anything that you earn with me is fucking gone, bro. I put that whole game on Sirianni and Gannon. I, I think they both blew that game. Hertz was awful, but Sirianni did not give Hertz a chance to succeed at all. I'm not taking Hertz off the hook, but I'm 100% blaming Sirianni for that whole fucking game. And I know this is an easy, this is like an easy uh, assessment to make after a game like this, but like, you just. They were bad? Uh, yeah, but. No, but like the the wide receiver situation, you just realize like how inexperienced. You know, like you just kind of wish there was like at least you, you see the value of ha- maybe having like a guy they could have brought in like a like a, a veteran guy that I don't know. It's just there's there's no experience whatsoever. In, in what would our, a, what would a Kenny Galladay have done on a roster like this? Like I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. You know, nothing. Nah, not you. with that game plan. Nothing. Nobody. Nobody. No. Succeeding. Yeah. You're, you're, you're nobody. Right. On, nobody on earth is succeeding last night, except for like yeah, fucking Megatron right. in his prime. I mean, you're probably right. If you don't run, no matter who, you could have fucking DeAndre Hopkins out there. If you're not running the ball, he's not gonna like. You're not gonna get anything out of him. Yeah. You're just not. You're just not. Did you go with DeAndre? I understand. DeAndre. I understand there weren't any runs last night. Hurts sucked. I think you guys are like saying, oh, Siri had to give Hurts a chance to succeeed. Hurts sucked. His ball placement was terrible. He yep, underthrew yeah. the ball to Reger t- yep. terribly. The ball that yeah. Goddard dropped, yes, he should catch. He overthrew him there on just a simple, he did. simple Wide cross open. route. Wide open, even too. The ball that De- <laughs> Devontae Smith. All he, by himself. He slipped. I mean, my God. Hurts sucked. Like, he was bad last yeah, night. Yeah, he was, so. he, was really, he was really, really bad. He was. But when you're when you're when your quarterback's struggling like that, 
Maybe, maybe as the coach, maybe try something different. Maybe I understand. Switch it up. I understand. It I, goes we, haven't mentioned, we haven't mentioned this at all yet. Here's another thing. When your offensive line are literally dropping like fucking lemmings off the side of a cliff, maybe like <laughs> run the ball a little bit so that like, you don't get your quarterback murdered. Because they didn't even have an orientation of a lineup. They didn't even know what to do. Everybody's gone. Everyone's missing. Dillard actually, believe it or not, played kind of good last night. It's, I actually went back and watched it, and I was like, okay, he really was. I expected him to be miserable when I rewatched it because I was like, I wasn't really paying attention to him last night. He wasn't half bad. It was the interior of the line that was really fucking bad. Really yeah, Dick, bad. Dickerson got owned. Um, Dillard was not bad. Uh, Lane didn't have his best game, but yeah, Dickerson. The I, I can't remember the stats oh, off my head, but he was he was my. destroyed. I think it was like I think he allowed nine QB rushes or something like that. Uh, it's like he played. QB it's, like he played it's like it's like uh, Dickerson played like he had balls on the bottom of his feet. Like he was just rolling. Like he didn't even have feet. He was just getting moved around the field like he had balls as Frank. Uh, I thought you meant like weird. I thought you meant like center had, like, man. I, I don't, he should be able to play guard. I thought he meant he had like nut sacks on his feet or something like. like <laughs> so it's, it always hurt when he stepped. Yeah, like trying not to step Ow. too hard. <laughs> oh, like that. Ow. Is it weird Ow. that that's where I went? <laughs> no. no. All right. Another way that Neary showed his incompetence and why he's really not that good of a coach. He's more just kind of a pandering guy wanting to make sure that everybody likes him. Um, the Eagles had 13 penalties yesterday, and they've set a record through three games in franchise history for the most penalties through three games. Um, so that's awesome. And Derek <laughs> Barnett had another dumb penalty. And when the camera went to Sirianni, you could see him say, it's always him. Yeah. Clear as day. So that's good. That Clear was the best part day. of the whole game. That was the best part well, of the whole game. And, my, and yeah, no. like D- Derek Barnett, yeah. his days are numbered. Like it, it's just like enough. No, I'm glad he was good at Tennessee uh, though. Another thing that I love about people is that they, they really enjoy the fact that because Sirianni said no, I mean, that may be true, but it's on me and, I, and I'm holding accountability for that. I got to tighten this team up and it's not them. And people are like, I like that about Sirianni. I like that he, he holds himself accountable. Discipline, man. It's all it's about like, discipline. What, what do you mean A you like that about record. him? A franchise record for penalty through three games, and he's and and, and like, on the. I think they're on their way to setting the NFL record. I think they're and on. People pace. are happy that he takes accountability. Yeah. What's he supposed to say? Look, yeah, he sucks. He's got to be. He's got to be better. As Tom Hanks said in League of Their Own, anything worth doing is worth doing right. That's if right. You're gonna, if you're right. going to get a lot of penalties, you might as well get the most ever in franchise history. Yeah, I'm all. I'm, I'm yeah. on board with that, Jimmy. Let's go. Let's get all 16 right. next week. Let's get 16 against Andy next week. That's a cool movie to quote. <laughs> it's a great movie, Nick. You're an idiot. Yeah, Nick has no idea how bad idiot. he looks by not watching that movie. It's such a terrible. Yep. Book. Yep. It's such a. It's such a, uh, like a. It's such like a uh, cliche frat bro like thing too. Yeah, it's a baseball movie about girls. <laughs> not me. I'm Nick. <laughs> it's <laughs> arguably. It's arguably one of Tom Hanks's best comedic performances. It, I don't know, it man. Is. I, I don't. It is. It's I got, got it number one. I, I've been over this a million times. It's got Roseanne and fucking uh, it's not Roseanne and, and fucking Madonna in it. I'm not interested in watching those two try to act. He said Roseanne again. Rosie O'Donnell, whatever. Fucking maybe same I person. Could, maybe I could isolate all of the Tom Hanks parts. I wonder if it would still make sense because you, you might be like, there's some parts of it, yeah, that are annoying. But um, sure, like Tom sure. Hanks is so is golden in that movie. Like some Incredible. of the best. Some like seriously one of the funniest performances maybe of all time. 
if I if I yeah. dare say so myself. Yeah. Well, now you're just being absolutely ridiculous to say one of the best performances of all no, time. No, comedic. Comedic. Com- yeah. Oh, yeah. Still, even so. Even Dude, so. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, you know what? I'll totally I can make watch. a case. No. I can I'll, make I'll, a case. I'll definitely watch that, it. The, Probably the, the part, you know what? I'll watch it after this show. The part in the movie when he goes to the up and says, anybody ever told you you look like a little penis with a hat on? And he goes, you're <laughs> out of here. And he goes, and he goes for what? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. That's so good. Incredible. That Just sounds really funny, stuff. guys. Incredible stuff. Yeah, that's good. So, yep, there's that. Uh, Nick's certainly not going to watch it. Nope, uh, nope. Defense is a no-show. Zeke has 5.6 yards per carry along with Pollard, uh, who has 5.5 yards per carry. Um, eight catches, 94 yards, and two touchdowns for the tight ends. Mm, and, yep. uh, yeah, that's great. We made that's it great. simple. We made it simple for them. Run the ball. Uh, they ran it up the middle for eight yards on first down every single time. And every then time. when they didn't run it, Dak just threw it real quick to the tight ends, and the tight ends just ran it up the field. I mean, it was so simple. We we looked like a, we looked like a Pop Warner team. I mean, it was bad. I, there's not really much else to say. No, about this there really game. isn't. Uh, other other key notes: Sayomalo is out for the season. That's good. Kevon cool. Wallace is out. On he's on uh, the IR. Good. And nice the Chiefs are on. next. Chiefs are does next it, after losing their last two games. Does anybody know? Like, are we are we being uh, Philly centric, or like, do we get hurt more than most teams? Like, I don't I mean, know that. I would like. I, I would like know. to know, I but know. I feel like we do. Like, it's just crazy. I don't know. I'll get you some numbers tomorrow. All right. Yeah, I, w- I would love back. to know. Besides game one of this year, what was the f- the last game where the Eagles were had everyone on the field at the same time, like a healthy roster, a fully healthy roster? It's got to be like since the Super Bowl year. It's crazy. Every single week, some four or five, six guys. But that's are missing. not true. There's there's <laughs> four, big five, people. Six. There's big people missing in the Super Bowl year. Jason yeah, Peters, but- Darren Sproles. Yeah, even then, like I, don't, I mean, I guess you'd have to go. I don't even know when you have to go back to. I think it's just called the NFL. Yeah, and I think we're just being Philly centric. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Most teams are. Mi- most and it's teams called are missing- not having depth. I don't know, man. Most, te- mo- most teams are missing three of their offensive linemen by week three. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not saying most teams are missing their offensive line with that many people. Well, but I, I mean, think teams have injured players. It's every year. Our Christian half McCaffrey's half our out. offensive line is, is done by week two. They, you know, to the to, <laughs> to give it them is, a little bit of credit, they do have a. I mean, they do have a much better. You know, there's more depth at offensive line than there's been in a long time. I mean, Dickerson yeah, was Dickerson was bad. I know, but you know, Herbig can play a little bit. It's not like we're. Uh, What's uh what's that fucker's name? What's that fucker's name that um that tried to that tried to sack Wentz? Um Oh, Clowney? No, our own offensive lineman that tried to sack Wentz last oh, year. God. Oh god. That was Remember so that funny. motherfucker? What was his name? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Pryor. I can't remember. No. No. No, he no, was on no. the team for one day and they sent him back in the next morning. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, who was that idiot? Oh, damn God, I did everything to get I think him out of his my name, head. I, I think his name was Brown. <laughs> Probably. It doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter. But that that dude, you know, we don't have. At least we don't have that again. And at least we yeah. don't have Carson Wentz. Lost in next the week. annals of history. Yeah. Wait till next week when Frank when Frank Clark is just obliterating people. Yeah, it's That's true. <laughs> Surround so to the Chiefs next week. They've lost their last two games. As of now, the Chiefs are favored by seven. Yikes. I don't know what time the game is. Is it in Philly or is it in KC? It's, it's in Philly. Yeah. There we go. 
Home guys, field advantage. Guys, I googled it. His name is Jamon Brown, and uh, oh, good one. He's, he's <laughs> currently unemployed. Yeah, uh, is he? That's a shame. <laughs> like just in life or in the NFL? Uh, I mean, he might life? be working at like a Wendy's or something, but he's not in the NFL. Okay. Um. So there's that. Yeah. So the Chiefs are laying seven points. Does to be that fair, shock anybody I mean, it's that's not just like, seven? To be, it's tough to find work as yeah. a lineman when you try to sack your own quarterback. Yeah, yeah I mean, tough, that's not that's good to have sell. on your tape. That's I mean, t- you... you <laughs> <laughs> your, your agent's got to go to the coaches and be like, all right, hey, guys, we're going to... You want to meet with Jamon? They're like, yeah, you got his tape? They're like, yeah, hang on a sec. When he show, <laughs> he's just showing clips of Jamon smashing into Wentz, and he's like, listen, you got to understand. <laughs> He, he he tried. Yeah. If there's never, any quarterback too sack, if there's any quarterback of your own too sack, it can't be Wentz because they can be like, well, he does hold on to the ball longer than anybody. He gets sacked more than anyone, so it's not all Jermon's fault. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like, oh, here, I'll get him on the get him on the practice squad. Yeah, throw him out here. Give him a shot. I th- I could be Jamon Brown's agent with sacking Carson Wentz. I could do it. Do you think we could get I him on the show? Team. Do you think we get Jamon Brown? On the Jamon show? Brown? Uh, yeah. I'm yes. gonna, I'm gonna get him on. We just tweet at him. See if he'll come on. All right, I'm yeah, all over people. it. Get Jamon Brown. All right. I, uh, are we all just done with the Eagles this season? Is that why no one wants to talk about the Chiefs next weekend? We're just we're tapped out. White flagging it. What's to talk about? We're gonna be we're gonna by four by four o'clock. It, we're gonna be looking at a <laughs> sixty-one to six score. Andy Re- Andy Reid eating a ham sandwich on the sidelines by middle of the third quarter, not even caring. Like it's just going to be the most ridiculous game of all time. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, we're all hammering the Chiefs, right? Chiefs, you, like that, Chiefs first quarter, Chiefs I'm, first I'm half, not, Chiefs I'm full not game. That game. Uh, I'm going to tease the Chiefs. I'm going to parlay the Chiefs. Yeah, Tyreek I mean, Hill and Robinson might 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 combine for 600 yards receiving. <laughs> I'm shocked at what the line is now. However, I believe I heard last week the Chiefs have been one. And ten in their last eleven games they, for covering. Matt, that's accurate. covering have, the spread. They haven't covered since the beginning of last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Be- a fact. Because of their name, their Super Bowl winners two years ago, they went to the Super Bowl, and everybody just loves betting the Chiefs. But I, I mean, what has this Eagles team shown you that they're going to be able to compete with this team at all? Matt, one thing I do know is every streak is meant to be broken, my friend. You're right. That's why I am not touching that game. It's a high over under. <laughs> I think it's fifty four and a half. Just let's just to me, just watch the game and Yeah. Enjoy and, and, bet, let, and bet the oh, Chiefs oh, and, and win and a lot Chiefs, of money. And the Chiefs also have Andy Reid coming back from the hospital most likely. So they have oh. even more to play for. Dude, they're gonna rally around him like like Rudy. It's gonna be unbelievable. What it's gonna be an absolute fucking wreck of a game. A wreck. Mm. Okay. Uh, so let's just go real quick. Dirty Chiefs or Eagles? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta. I want to know who would pick the Eagles in this game, sit next to them, and when they were done, literally just fart right in their mouth. How would you? How, how could you look me in the eyes after what you just watched against Dallas? And and legitimate. And you know they're out there. There's like at least a hundred psychos out there that are dead set, completely believing that the Eagles can win this game. And it's absolutely insane. No, I'm not. No. Chiefs by a million. That reminds me, I was watching uh, the the news that night uh, after the game, and they showed some guy at a at just a whatever corner bar in South Philly at halftime, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, you know how it's gonna go? They're gonna pull it out." <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! 
just He's been sweaty. saying that about every game. Dude, he, dude yeah. he was so sweaty. And I was just like, dude, it was already hopeless at halftime. Like, if you couldn't see that, you know, there was nothing... There's nothing about that game that made you ever think they had a chance. But, like, that Jimmy, was just he's, incredible. He's been saying that about every game since 75. Exactly. That's that's so, that's who you're talking about. That's who's going to bet on the Eagles and the Chiefs. Yep, yep. So that's the person whose mouth you're going to fart in. So, Jimmy, Absolutely. since you're talking already, you got the Chiefs this weekend? I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 what else do you, what else do you Nick, say? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got the cheese and the points? Yeah. I've already bet it. I've already bet it. <laughs> yeah, that line's the gonna, line moves. Yeah, yeah, I had to get it at six and a half. You kidding me? Yeah. It's going to be up to I nine and a half. I locked it in this morning. Yeah, by the by this weekend, it'll be eight. I mean, eight and a half. Uh, yeah, I had to lock it in. Come on. Yeah, it's a good move by you. If I lose, I lose. Whatever. But there's yeah, no yeah. chance in hell I'm not betting that. It just, yeah. Fuck. Unbelievable. <laughs> yep. There's uh there's absolutely nothing that Sirianni has shown me to be confident in this team. Thank God. Well, on, there's on one thing to say. <laughs> it's Andy coming back to Philadelphia after everything that's happened, an angry Chiefs team. They're gonna rip off our heads, shit down our throats. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a disaster. And I mean uh, to be honest, you though, know, dude, you might like, as well get rich off of it. Thank God I, that at least thank God after that they have the undefeated Panthers followed by Bucks Tom in Tampa. At least it gets easier after that. At this point, uh, this game to me is Sirianni. Show me you can do anything. Show me you can adapt. Show me you can scheme better. Show me something because you're going to lose. I am not touching this game because of that stat line of the Chiefs not being able to cover and because I just – Outside of what I think I don't know about the Eagles, what I do know about them is that they truly suck. They are a bottom-tier team right now. Could they change by midseason once they get out of this front part of the schedule of what we just talked about, the Chiefs and the Panthers and the Bucks? Maybe. But right now, what did we just saw last night, no motion, three rushes, Hurts looking like a deer in headlights and, and, and running out of the pocket after his first check. No, thank you. Not touching that game. If I do, Matt, it will just be the over Matt, because I like to bet overs. Matt, come on. Matt. Oh, absolutely not. Honest, absolutely the, not. It's just, just knock it off. To what be am fair. I knocking off? Just stop. What am I knocking off? You're going to bet the Chiefs. Just stop. <laughs> no, uh, no, absolutely not. Yes, you are. Yes, absolutely <laughs> no. Why would I bet the Chiefs? Because you're going to bet the Chiefs. There's a bet going the other way. Yeah, you're going to bet the Chiefs. And in our, our little uh, betting thing that we do together, yeah, you're, so you're gonna, me, gonna... Nick, and Dirty are in a uh, a tournament where Nick and I are on a team and Dirty and his brother are on a team. We bet six games a week on a spread. Nick, I'm not allowing you to take the Chiefs. Yeah. I'm not allowing you to do it. <laughs> oh, Absolutely okay. not. Inter- but, an interference. Taking, I, like, I like that. I'm taking the Chiefs twice. I went 6-0 okay. on that shit this week against the spread. Let's go. Okay. We'll get there. Dirty. Yeah, dirty calm down. You blow your, <laughs> I'm sorry. You I'm sorry. Blow I'm yourself. Sorry. All right. Where do we want to go next, team? Who wants to talk about what? We got the Sixers. Ooh. We got the Phillies. Oh, yeah. A lot of, a lot of South uh, Philly places we can lead here. A lot of fun. Let's go All Sixers. It's the most pertinent thing right now. Yeah. Uh, Sixers players tried to fly out to talk to Ben. Ben says, nah. Nick? Yeah, he he said he said nah. Okay, uh, and then on top of that, the news that came out today. So at first, Ben didn't want to come back to Philadelphia to, to face the fans. 
Um, there's also the thing with Rich Paul wanting Tyrese Maxey not to be dealing with charities in Philadelphia. Today, it's that Ben Simmons doesn't want to play with Joel Embiid now. So there's always a new excuse every day, uh, and that's the latest one. So did you guys see this stat, by the way? I, I don't know if you did. Maybe, and if you did, shut me up. There's a stat that – so Ben is blaming Embiid. Shut up. Just saying, shut up. Shut up. I saw it. God damn. I saw it. Shut the fuck up. All right. They, I'm going to say it anyway. Fuck you guys. Yeah, tell ben, the tens and tens of listeners. Come on. Ben Simmons has a plus minus of minus 88 without Joe in his career and a plus 980 with Joe on in his career, like on the field, on the court with Joe. Yeah, so but that's, that's, not, even, that's not even Joe. the one I saw, Dirty. Sorry. So Ben has a, again, Ben has a minus 88 without Joe, a plus 980 with Joe. But he's blaming Joe and saying that his career is not going to be his way of play is not conducive with Joe's. Yeah, well, that so, that tells me otherwise. <laughs> at this point, I am just excited to see what the excuse is now every day. And if he doesn't show up, he will be the most fined player in NBA history for this type of thing or ordeal, however you would say it. So we're all we're marching into uncharted territories here. So that's good as a Sixers fan. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm really interested though to see how this all ends because yeah because I think we fun. all are this I is, think that's fair to say <laughs> no but like really this is like a, it's it gets it gets more interesting like other teams have to be looking at this now going like why is this guy being such a bitch like you know like it's one thing to say that you need to change the scenery or something like that but like and look I know this is all just like the athletic reporting and stuff like that but you know That's, they're legit though That's yeah, a legit they are legit. And, and, but like other teams got to be looking at this going like dude it's not like you know it's it's a complete circus it's a complete circus show and the the media day conference yesterday, Joel Embiid's presser was like one of the best things I've heard of all time. The way he was just upfront about everything, about how he said he was disappointed in everything. And they said, well, what would you want if Ben came back? His answer was like, well, you've all seen the videos, right? I would want that. Like his, his videos, him shooting in the off season and shooting at the summer practices. Like <laughs> it was so it perfect the yeah. way Embiid just – just answered everything. It was just straight up. I hate Sam. Like it was what you want out of your Philadelphia athletes, and Ben Simmons is just the complete polar opposite. Um, yeah, I think we're all interested, Jimmy, to see how this ends. Want to <laughs> see how our first overall pick? Uh, I, I can confirm that I'm interested. Dirty, are you interested? I think I'm. I think I might be. Yeah, I'm in. I, I just okay. think it's it's. Uh, if somebody <laughs> takes them, it's like what? Like uh, what are they? Is that what is, something you might be interested in? I don't know. At this point now, on whatever date it is. It's just a bold is strategy. Ben, is Ben Simmons going to be a sixer at the start of the season? Jimmy, yes or no? Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying I, I'm so interested in this because I don't know. I can't get a read on how this is going to go. And also, like, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, great. No, I mean, you're not going to die either way if I make a decision. Nick? He said, He said, I don't know. And also, and I don't know. It's great. It's great. Great stuff. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He'll be here. He'll be here and it'll, Dirty. Be, it'll be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm vibing this is going to be an Aaron Rodgers type thing where he's just fucking flipping out, refusing to come here. He hates the executives. They're all fighting back and forth. And next thing you know, game one, he's out there. No, nah, he ain't going to play. He's going to be here, but I don't, he's not going to play. 
Yeah, I'm not. That's what I, that's what I can't figure out yet, Nick. No chance here, he walks but, but out I can't, there. But I can't figure out if it's going to be him playing or not. I'm going to lean that he won't, but I do think he'll be. He here. might get sniped in the middle of the court. I can tell you how he wins the situation if he does come back to Philly. How? If he shot the ball. That's yeah. it. Like, that ain't happening. He shoots the ball, I, changes everything. Yeah. I, I don't think he would do it. I don't think he no. would do it. But if he did come back to Philly and he did start game one, he came up, pulled up a 15-shot jumper. It's like, dude. Changes it, everything. Like, it's, at what point does it go like he develops a shot next year and you're like, so what was the difference between year four and five of your career? Like what? A, what like, you know, a tumultuous offseason. Between his, between his fans, his colleagues, the front office. Matt, know. I don't even know if I would go that far. I might, I might go just the fact that if Ben can play with some kind of fucking confidence, like if the guy is not afraid to pass up a dunk, Dirty. just be the, just be the guy who's not afraid to pass up a dunk. Just be aggressive. Get to the fucking rim. I don't even care if he shoots. Just be aggressive. He's such you a pussy. You don't mean anything you just said. For him to come back after this offseason. For him to change the way the fans think about him, he's going to have to shoot. He's going to yeah, have to shoot. Uh, yeah, I guess. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But no, man, I, don't yeah. Think gonna, I don't think it's going to happen either. I don't no, think it's it going to happen. It's not. I'm saying not for him is. to change the way fans are going to go about him, he's going to have to shoot. What Dirty just said about he's going to have to go to the rim and all that, no, that's not going to change the, But anything. the reason why the fans hate him right now is because that one play is sticking out on everyone's mind because he's the guy that's who passes up. one of the reasons. Wi- he's the guy who passes up wide open dunks in a playoff game. Like, just don't be that guy, Ben. No, we that's don't, we don't like reasons. him now because he's being a fucking bitch. You forgot about that part, Dirty. I did. Yeah, true. there's a lot of reasons now. There, there, there's a lot yeah, of he, reasons. The, the, was- all the, when everything's said and done, he's gonna he's gonna come. He's gonna end up on this on this team. He's still gonna be here because Mari's not gonna trade him for fucking anything no. other than a, a, a quote unquote star. daytime talk show host. Mari is not gonna trade him. Isn't not that Darryl his name? Mori, but Mari. Mari. More. Jesus Christ. We've done that. We've done this before. I say Mari Povich. Get over it. Mari Povich. Good joke, guys. Real hilarious. But the, <laughs> the whole the whole point is is that he's never going to step on the floor because he's 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 afraid of the fans. Like he's terrified of the fans. And and hey, that, hey, the report no, that is out was there. last week. No, that was yeah. last week. He doesn't mean that. Now You're he just right. doesn't want to play with But let me ben, ask a question. Or, yeah. Let me ask a with question. If he, does, if he does show up, if he does show up and plays game 1, like what are the ramifications if, as a fan, if you bought floor seats and, you know, during warm-ups or something, you just ran out there and, and just socked him right in the face? Oh, uh, just, just throw, socked just him throw right a, in the face. Yeah, just, just throw a, Nick, just throw a 40-ounce Sierra Mist right in his neck? No, your fist and just knock him clean out. Like, a what? 40-ounce Sierra Mist? Yeah, that's one nice of the weirder big, things I've heard in a while. Just throw, just, just smash him with a nice big soda. A 40-ounce... <laughs> a Sierra Mist in a glass bottle. But honestly, yeah, though, would you, what, what, would you go to jail for like uh, like a couple months or something? Like, how, What would be the ramifications? Like, I'm thinking I might, I might want to do that. You going to sock him yes. one? Yeah, yes, the I want to hit him. I, well, th- we're going to start a GoFundMe. Get Nick uh, floor side seats, oh. court side seats. Yeah, for uh, Ben's first game back. I want to sit. I want to sit right next to that but, old guy. But you have to punch Ben Simmons. Got to sit. You can't be getting people's money for you not to be courtside and right. not punch Ben Simmons. Would there Simmons. be anything funnier if we did this for Nick and he ran out on the court and then he just took a cut at Ben and completely missed? And then Ben beat the fuck out of me. 
<laughs> yeah, he just, he just got, right. he, he yeah. got Jermaine O'Neal right in the jaw. Mm-hmm. You got to sit All floor right. side on the chair seats. That's mm. it. Mm. That's it. All right. Um, so that's that. We're not going to talk about the Phillies because they lost to the Braves. No. So we're going to get it. to our tried and true segment to end this first half. So now it's time for the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Gambling Hour. You know who's hot? And I just got off the schneid, and we will get to me at the end. But we're going to start it off with Nick. Nick, tell us a little bit about last week and get us into your picks for this coming week. Go. Uh, I should have been 2-0. Um, the, the Raiders, uh, they, they should have covered that game with ease. Oh. Uh, I, I still can't get over that shit. Um, how, that, how that ended, I don't know. Fucking dirty, whatever. Fuck you, man. Uh, what was my other pick? The, the Packers. I, I said I said plus three and a half. Take the money line. Hit hit. So yeah, an, another one on one for me. I'm tired All of right. one on one bullshit. What do you What do you uh-huh. want to say, Matt? What the fuck do you want to say? Shut the. I fuck up. I want you to move on now. Go. I want you to shut the fuck up. We're, I want you to go. We're, we're going two and zero this week. I'm tired of the one on one bullshit. I, I've been one and one. I think every week since we've started this. I, I, this is this is this is my two and a week, and I'm starting off a little different. I've been picking sides a lot. I'm picking I'm picking a number, and I'm picking an over, because unders are for losers, and overs are a lot of fucking fun. The over we're taking is Minnesota and Cleveland. These teams are the exact same team. They're the exact same team. Two nerd ass quarterbacks. Two really good running backs, two really good backup running backs, some some good receivers. They don't like playing defense. They don't give a fuck about playing defense. They just score. They score 30 points. They allow 30 points. I mean, they're giving up 30 points to the Houston Texans. I think they both did, giving up 20-plus points to the Texans. They don't, they don't give a fuck. They're just going to score, 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 score. I mean, this game's probably going to be a, a 37 to 34 type game. I mean, we're looking at 70 points. I mean, this is the easiest over I've seen all year. That's why I'm fucking taking it. There's no, this, I don't give a fuck who wins this game. I, I think it's a pick 'em, but there's going to be a fuck ton of fucking points. So there's one and oh. The second pick, and I'm going chalk. I'm fucking going chalk. Call me what you want to call me. I don't give a fuck. There is absolutely no way in hell I'm not betting the Bucks minus six and a half. I don't care. 99% of the public and 99% of the money can be, probably are, probably is on the Bucks. I don't give a fuck. There is no way Tom Brady's going to Gillette and not rolling all over that fucking team, just shitting all over them. He needs, he wants to go into Gillette Stadium. He wants to go into Foxborough and say, None of these fucking rings were Bill Belichick. They were all fucking me. They were all me. And you can all suck on my balls. So he's going to go in there, and his teammates are going to be fucking fired up for him too. And they're just going to shit all over Mac Jones' fat ass. Mac Jones sucks. That dude's a piece of crap. He might put up a touchdown, maybe one. We're looking at a fucking smash spot city here. This is at least, at least 35 to 7. Maybe 48 to, like, fucking two. I don't know. Just fucking bet everything bucks. Bucks minus six. Bucks alternate lines. Bucks, 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 bucks. Tom, 2-0. and oh. All right, am I allowed to wake up now? Wipe off those crusties out of the eyes? 
Oh. All right, Dirty. Take us in. Oh. Take us in. The hottest it's- guy on the market. The I'll wake you. Guy in the I'll, I'll wake you right up. I'll wake you right up. If so, I gave if you, you an over and in- box Tom. What is your what's your issue? Go if dirty. You, go. Hey, all right. If you go back and listen last week, and you listen to my two picks, you're gonna you were pro- you were probably listening to me last week and going, "What the fuck is this guy talking about? This idiot is talking about taking the Lions and the fucking Dolphins against the Raiders and the Ravens after the games that they had the previous weeks. You're like, what is this psycho even doing? Like, this guy is going to lose. No, I'm not going to lose because my logic makes sense. I'm starting to make sense. Find the weird lines. Ride the weird line high. And there are two of them sitting out there right now. And God almighty, are these lines and these teams really uncomfortable to pick. But here we fucking go. Riding into this weekend going 5-1, and one, and we're going to go 7-1. and one. And the first pick that we're going to go is, uh, so we have the New York Giants. I knew it. The New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. And you immediately look at that line and you go, oh, Saints, man, they just cruised into New England. They won by like fucking 50. Oh, they're minus 7.5 at home against the Giants. That's an easy one. Guess what? No, it's not. The New York Giants are coming off of a kind of a gritty win against the worst team in the NFL. You're going, ah, they suck. They fucking stink. Yeah, they do fucking stink. But plus seven and a half is a really weird line. It seems low. I don't know why it's not double digits. The Giants are one of the worst teams in the league. Plus seven and a half couldn't be more on the New York Giants. Then we roll over into game two and I say, well, we got another weird line out there. Who just had an amazing comeback game this past Sunday? Oh, it was Aaron Rodgers. He came all the way back and led them against the San Francisco 49ers in a beautiful win on Sunday night. Who's he playing this week? Oh, my God, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who just got obliterated by the rotten Bengals. I don't care what you say. No, the Bengals are not good. They're rotten. Don't don't fall for it. Then the, the Steelers are plus seven going into Green Bay. Why are the why are the Packers not minus 13 and a half? That seems like the easiest pick in the world to take the Packers at minus seven. No, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to wind up within a field goal. Pittsburgh Steelers plus seven, Giants plus seven and a half, and Dirty Mike's going to be seven and one. Get the fuck out of here. Join the wave. Sal, save us. Save us from all this nonsense. You've been you've been hot. You've been cold. You're in the middle. How you doing today, Sal? Hey, I just stay uh, calm like I see him there, Matt. Hey, yeah. it was a while back. Um, I got real into uh, Tupperware uh, sales, and I went sure. to a uh, seminar out west on the uh, on the coast. Made my way to Seattle. I asked him, uh, "Hey, what is a Seahawk anyway?" Okay. <laughs> and they said, hey, "We don't even call them that. We call them ospreys." You know. Okay. Sure. So, uh, does that mean anything for this? Oh, I'm taking San Fran. I didn't, after that, I didn't uh, like uh, the Seahawks too much because uh, they okay. didn't even consult with the locals, you know? Sure. Sure. Okay, well, that makes sense. All right. Well, we appreciate it, and uh, hopefully uh, your fans will tell you and win some money on that, Sal. Yeah, we got I a go- special edition of Squawking Birds coming up, too, by the way. It's ah, called sure. This Team Sucks and I Hate It. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that, that is must listen podcasting right there. I'm so in. make sure you all look out for a new squawking birds from Sal. And now it comes to me. And I was a half 
a point away from a missed extra point from going 2-0 last week. And that means the kid is about to get hot. Shooter shoot, and I am feeling great about the board this week. So let's just get right to it. Dirty just thinks he's figured out Gambly right now because he says if it looks too obvious, it is too obvious. Oh my god, Gambly! He's just an idiot. So why don't you listen to me, the person who made you money last year, and I'm going to start turning the leaf over, giving you winners. And you know who are a bunch of losers? The Ravens are losers. They should have lost against Detroit, but they took 66-yard field goal that shouldn't even existed because the clock hit zero on the play before. So they've had two miraculous wins against the Lions, a team that shouldn't have been even close to them, and the Chiefs week before. And now they go into Denver, and it's a pick'em, and it probably won't even be a pick'em because the public thinks Lamar Jackson's still an MVP player, which he isn't, and they're going into mile high. Take it as a pick'em now. Take it when Denver will probably be a dog by the time Sunday comes around. Denver is the pick because it doesn't make sense because Dirty just figured out this newfangled way of betting. It is Denver all day. Baltimore cannot keep pulling out these types of wins. Go against the Ravens. They are not, I repeat, not that good. And this next game, there is just not a number they could set high enough for it. If for whatever reason Vegas sets it at 135 points total, bet the over. Bet the over. Ask for money from your parents to say, can I borrow more money to bet the over on? And bet it. It's only at 54 and a half now. Bet everything you have, borrow it, get yourself broke beforehand so that you can double, triple, and quadruple it. And that game is the Rams versus the Cardinals. It's going to be an absolute knockdown, dragout war. The Rams will most likely win. That doesn't matter. It's an overfest. They can't set this number high enough. This will be like a Big 12 game like it used to be two, three years ago when there'll be no defense. Yes, the Rams defense is good. The Cardinals defense is not. They're just going to have to make Kyler Murray look like that video game player that he is. This will be over by the third quarter easy 2-0 victory this week absolutely easy kick your feet up make your significant other suck on your toes for all the money you're making weird i know but winners get Let's go around the NFL. I'm going to lean a lot on you guys, which is a very scary way to live. I was in a car for five hours on Sunday, driving mm. back from the Finger Lakes in New York. So mm. didn't get to watch a lot of NFL. Just a terrible way to go about a Sunday. The Finger oh, Lakes? Nick. In New York. That can't yeah, be you real. Know, Figured you know what the Finger Lakes are. It's a lot of breweries there. You're a big brewery guy, IPAs and sounds sours, kind of, bro. Sounds kind of sexual, the Finger there, Lakes. I mean, you know, I, I like a good brewery, but if it's more than like an hour, like an hour away is as far as I'm going. I was That's there for a, a bachelor party this weekend. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun, but definitely the most romantic bachelor party I've ever been on. Just stunning I mean, you, sights. Really? Breweries. Oh, it was very romantic. You should oh, see. I'm thinking, Matt, I'm, I'm thinking Finger Lakes. I'm like, man, they're getting weird. 
No, you should never feel good about yourself when you leave a bachelor party, like in a healthy way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, it was uh, it was hey, stunning Jimmy, how I agree. romantic the place was. Jimmy, I'm with yeah. you. You do like one or two like really questionable things, and you're driving yeah. around like, "Am I am I who I thought I was?" Kind of guy. Like, yeah, you gotta have just a little bit of that, just the right amount. Yeah. Hey, uh, a highlight from it: the the best man got a cameo from um, oh god, I'm blanking from Anchorman, the sportscaster from Anchorman. Oh, oh um, yeah. oh Keckner. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and he yeah, goes, yeah. he goes. So I hear you're all at the Finger Lakes. Y'all gonna finger bang each other? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> was, all right. That was well done. Classic. Great, funny. Great, great. Nice little highlight there. All right. So enough of that. I'm going to lean on you because I was in the car driving back from finger banging my friends at the Finger Lakes. Uh, so around the NFL, these are no Oh, oh, neck. oh, Matt. Oh. oh. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, please. Oh, do you need to lie down a little bit longer? I'm sorry. It's such a long car ride. Oh, I know. I know. There's tons of children all around the world that don't have anything to eat or drink. But, of course, you had a long car ride, <laughs> sir. So, please, I'm sorry. Would you like to? Can I bring you something, sir? Peasant, I would love if you bring me something. I'm exhausted. I just, uh, I just say I didn't get to watch a lot of football on Sunday, so I'm relying on my my teammates here, peasant. I'm sorry. Was that? What? Oh, you know that was Matt. That was the sound of you standing on your head for this show. That's it. You know, this is my Michael Jordan flu game. You know, I'm here for you guys. It's not easy to do a podcast while you're sitting in your underwear after a long day of sitting in a car. That's it. I know, peasant. I'm glad that you noticed all that I go through for everyone else. At least someone acknowledges it. So thank you, peasant. Oh, oh, Matt, oh. oh yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. All right, around the NFL. Carolina beats Houston and moved to 3-0 for first time since 2015. In 2015, the Panthers lost in the Super Bowl to the New England Patriots. The quarterback for the Patriots that year was Tom Brady. Nick, did you find that necessary to write those notes? Yeah, I mean, uh, I just wanted to point that out. Um, You know, it was worth noting. Okay. Matt, you know what I think I see here? I think I see a story being told. Move along. Okay, I'll move along real quick. Uh, Real quick. Uh, Dirty, are the Carolina Panthers... For real, like a legit team. Um, yes or no? No, n- no. But I do think that Donald is better than we thought he was. Okay. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're a playoff team, Maddie. I didn't oh. ask you. Didn't ask you. Raiders oh, yeah, beat right, Dolphins right. and moved to three and zero for first time since two thousand two. That year, the Raiders lost in the Super Bowl to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The coach of the Bucks team, John Gruden. The current quarterback of the Bucks, Tom Brady. Uh. Yeah, yeah Bucks, Bucks Tom. <laughs> see what's happening here. Okay, all right. Um, anything to add to that, Nick? Since yeah, the Dolphins. Are, the Dolphins are absolute trash. They shouldn't have covered that game at all. They're yeah. the fucking worst team, and uh, we're gonna get a dope ass pick from them. Thank you, Dolphins. You Matt, fucking Matt, assholes. Matt made fun of me so much for not for, for saying just pick the opposite of the obvious line, and Nick couldn't do it. So what does that say about Nick? I, was, I've been I saying, should have been right, you motherfucker. I've been saying that to you, Dirty, for a year, 
to two years now, and your response every time was what? You tell me what your response to that was. Oh, I can't even imagine. It was probably something so stupid. No, you know exactly what it was. You would well, say, I if it's that I'm easy, then why doesn't... You say, if it's that easy, then why doesn't everyone do it? Yeah, no, that's that's true. That's a terrible way to look at it. All of a sudden, I'm just... I'm seeing clear, baby. I'm seeing clear. I'm going to okay. let it ride. All right, uh, Jimmy, give us the next one, please. All right, so here we go. Cardinals beat Jags and moved to 3-0 for first time since 2015. The best picture in 2015 was Birdman. Cardinals are birds and then play for the Cardinals. Tom Brady is a man. Yeah. Okay, so Nick Nick yeah. took a lot of creative uh, liberties on this one. Jimmy, mm-hmm. any thoughts on this, just in he general? Is. He's a man. That's true. Yep, yep, yep. I have a thought. Can I say it real quick? That movie Birdman was fucking stupid. That's what I got. Yeah, anyway, never go saw that shit. You know what it did though? It brought back Michael Keaton, and we all needed that in our lives. We did. Yeah, he, he was also the ba- he was the vulture in Spider Man. I don't know. I think I think other guys brought back Michael Keaton, but uh, to each their own. Like who? Who else brought back Michael Keaton? Yeah, hey, what does that mean? The other guy, the the fucking movie man. The other what? guys. The other oh, guys, bro. The other guys. Oh, oh, Matt, oh, don't go chasing oh. waterfalls. Yeah. Dirty okay. Mike and dirty Got Mike. Dirty Mike. Don't go course. chasing waterfalls. All right. As we continue on on Nick's little creative journey here, what does mm-hmm. all of this mean? It obviously means Tom Brady will win another Super Bowl. Get those bets in. Speaking yep. of Tom Brady, yep. Yep. him and the Bucks take a 34 to 24 loss to the Rams. Won't matter this winter as I've already proven. Yep. Nick, this I've is already proven. You... I've already proven that Tom Brady's the man. He's he's not just a man. He's the man. Bucks Tom. You know, there's there's Patriots Tom, that fucking asshole who, if I saw him in public, I would knock his teeth straight down his throat. But then you have <laughs> Bucks Tom, who might be the coolest guy in the history of the world. So you know, Bucks Tom. There's a lot of there's a lot of breadcrumbs. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, you know there's a lot of things pointing to this being Tom's year again. And I think I just laid out a lot of them. Um, And, you know, just, 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 you know, the moral of the story is put your money on bucks, Tom, this weekend, first and foremost, minus six and a half new clock of the week. Um, And then, you know, put money on the, 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 the bucks to win the NFC, put money on them to win the Super Bowl. You like money bet bucks, Tom. Okay. Um, Saints win first game in New England since 1995. The best picture in 1995 was Forrest Gump. Shawshank got robbed. Could not agree more. Yeah, I mean, could not agree more. Yeah, I mean, Forrest Gump's a great movie, man. But Shawshank's it's an all timer. You know, maybe top five, maybe top three. It's a, I mean, Jesus Christ, it's a great freaking movie. And uh, you know. 1995 i saw that year i saw that stat and i saw that year and the first thing that popped in my head was that was that dilemma that uh that fight between old forest and uh tim robbins and uh pissed me right off dude and so three three absolute powerhouses in 1995 yeah, pulp fiction as well pulp fiction so fucking good just strong movie classic. not on not on the tier of shawshank yeah it very well could be and it's that not. concludes our week three recap on the morning of the beginning of week four. I don't know. I think there's some more, right? I don't know. Jimmy, is there any more? It's in your hand. Oh, God. Oh, Look, there's more. Oh! Yeah, we got more fun to have. 
<laughs> Jimmy said, oh, so God. Jimmy uh, premature ejaculated there. So Titans beat Colts 25 to 16. Eagles may have been murdered by the Cowboys, but Wentz finished with the game and the Colts are 0 and 3. Beat writers blame offensive line and bad coaching. Sound familiar? Hey, we're taking a W on that one. Yeah, I love that Carson is such a martyr. God, it's yep. so much fun. Moron, move on. Um, <laughs> I kind of covered this in the gambling hour, but Justin Tucker kicks Ravens past the Lions with a 66-yard field goal, which is the new record now as time expires. Nick writes, no one cares. Kickers are still stupid. Yep, fuck kickers, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Josh Allen becomes first player in Buffalo history with four touchdowns, zero interceptions, rushing touchdown in one game. Mitchell Trubisky does him one better in relief, throwing a perfect one for one for one yard. Greatness all around. What do you think, Dirty? <laughs> I, you know what? I'm glad. I'm just glad to see him out there. I know you're a Mitch guy. I did that one for as, you. As Dirty Mike said, Mitchell Trubisky will win a Super Bowl. Yep. One for one for two. One for one for two yards would have been a little bit better, but I'll take the yard. I always I like to. Step I always perfection. like to. I always like to stop everyone in their tracks and just admire that for a few seconds. That Dirty Mike did once say that Mitchell Trubisky. He took a good hard look at Mitch Trubisky and said, "Yeah, he's going to win a Super Bowl." Yeah, it does, and it doesn't fucking count when Josh Allen wins a Super Bowl because he eventually will. It doesn't. It does not fucking count for Mitch. I cannot wait till Josh Allen does the Carson Wentz thing this year and rolls the bills all the way to the end and oh, then he gets hurt. Ooh. And then Mitch has to step in and Mitch wins one. I will be a legend in this place. I don't, I don't know about that. A legend. Bro, if that, ha- if that happens, I'll give you – name your – name the, Jimmy? the price. Jimmy. Some some psycho out there said the same thing about Nick Foles, and all his friends said this fucking idiot thinks Nick Foles is going to win a Super Bowl. We all know how that played out. Let's go, Mitch. I got faith in you, big guy. Medium sized Ben Roethlisberger literally falls flat on his face as the Steelers lose twenty four to ten to the Bengals at home. Bengals players Tyler Boyd claims Steelers quit at the end. Makes sense. Well, Pittsburgh is a bunch of fucking assholes, so it makes sense that they're a bunch of quitters. And uh, you see, did you guys see Ben fall flat on his face? That was yeah. Yeah. He rolled out to the, the right. He rolled out to the right with literally no one on him, and he just tripped. He just it looked fell like on a, his face. It looked like a sniper hit him from row four twenty, like section four twenty. Yeah, that guy is that guy is like the epitome of piece of shit. I just who Ben? Yeah. He's the epitome well, yeah. of piece of shit. Why? Yeah, he's a yeah. big piece of shit. Why? Know? He's a he's. I'm a, pretty he's sure a, he rapes uh, women. Yeah, he's a big, he's fat, a big hey, fat, ugly. Hey, he was found innocent, I think. Not uh, sure. He's a big, fat, ugly stooge that plays in Pittsburgh. There's nothing to like about him. He gave a couple of college for 150 just, grand. Look at Matt, I the just, apologist. Listen, yeah, I, I, I just thought, I just thought I wouldn't <laughs> see Ben's football career, not Ben in the back of a bar career. I just never thought I'd see him on the field end like this. I always thought he'd be like. Of Philip Rivers esque, where like he's not going to fall flat in his face like he literally did this weekend. Yeah, he should have retired two years ago with Eli. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, hundred percent. Time to call it a day. Drawing yeah. it out. That's all. That's all. I just never thought I'd see Ben Roethlisberger like this. So well, it's not sad. I just never thought I'd see it. Uh, I love it. He, didn't realize you had that hate for Ben Roethlisberger. Fuck he, I'm not. I'm neither. Neither here nor there. Oh, that you're going hockey. I was wondering where all this hate was. It's it's the hockey end of things. Okay, yeah, fuck Pittsburgh. Okay, that makes uh, more sense. 
Written by Nick. Again, written by Nick. As easily predicted by the star of the show, the Niners, and really no one for that matter, can handle Aaron Rodgers. Nope, Rodgers right. versus Bucks Tom, NFC Championship Part 2 in the way. Get those bets in. Nick, you just – you simply do not have the Rams on your radar. You are absolutely disrespecting Matt Stafford and the Rams. Yeah, they got lucky. They got lucky on Sunday. That's what? Yeah, they uh, suck. No one appreciates Matt Stafford. I can't wait till this guy gets. Yeah, they'll they'll be out in the first round. I don't care who they play. That team, as long as he stays healthy, as long as he stays healthy, that team can go as far as they want. They, you mean Stafford, Matt? Yes. Yeah, they suck. Yo, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they suck. Vikings take down the Seahawks 30 to 17. Wouldn't you love to punch Kirk Cousins square in the mouth? Um, yeah, I would. I'd like to punch him in the mouth. Yeah, yeah fuck sure. that guy. He's never really done anything to me. I still hold to the fact that he's the best bad quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, he, he fuck that guy. Yeah, that, um, yeah, I agree, man. He annoyingly this... always beats us, which is annoying. Yeah, another reason to punch him straight in the face. Yeah. This next game really irks me because this is my one of my overs, and uh, he lost by half a point because of the last extra point in the game. Chargers beat Chiefs thirty to twenty four. Chiefs are one and two. Chiefs are angry. Andy went to the hospital for dehydration. Now they're coming to Philly. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. It's going down. It's going to be ugly. Andy went to the hospital for dehydration for real. Yeah, you you didn't know that he was in the hospital. Oh my god, he might still be in the hospital. No, he came out today. No, he's he's out. He's okay. He's okay. I guess the guy, dirty. Remember we uh, we talked to the guy at the 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 NFL uh, media day, the the guy that fills his the feeder, the feeder, feeder. Andy's feeder. Yeah, Yeah, you can go go back. I don't know what episode that was, but yeah, one of our yeah one of our stupid intros. He was he was a good guy. Yeah. Uh, we're going to skip one. Browns beat the Bears 26 to 6. Bears had 47 yards of offense. 47. My favorite stat of the week Justin Kicker's field goal was uh, 19 yards longer than the Bears had offense on Sunday. <laughs> I mean, that is just a <laughs> sick franchise. I just pray to God that Nick Sirianni is not Matt Nagy. Just pray to God. He's well on his way to being that and worse, Matt. So the only thing we can say is that Howie will not tolerate that as long as the Bears have tolerated Matt Nagy. That is one thing we can uh, say that almost for a fact with Howie. He will uh, pull that string real quick. All right. Um, Broncos shut out the Jets 26 to 0. Jets will face Titans next week. Titans will be my suicide pick. They should be yours too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How are you arguing with that? How do you argue with that? Yep, yeah. yep, yep. 100%. All right. Uh, I believe that's got to be it. Please, God, be it. Oh, that's around the league. There you go, Nick. Well done. You had a little creative intro there with your Tom Brady. Bucks Tom. Bucks Tom. Um, and there we go. So, so now we're going to introduce a new segment that Nick has come up with. He's very excited for. Um, honestly, least shocking segment of all time. Biggest dicks of the week. Let's talk about dicks, man. Dicks, man. Yeah, so um, 
you know, I wanted to kind of give out some awards for uh, having the biggest dicks of the week, you know, being the biggest dicks of the week, you know, all that good stuff. Um, so I, I came up with this with this bit. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe it's a one hitter and it's gone, but it's probably not going to be. It, it, this is probably here to stay. No, so, so I don't know if you explain that. Yeah, I, I want to do this justice. So you're saying like the premise is like guys that like flexed on the week and then guys that also were like actual dicks. I don't know. You'll have to wait and see, Jimmy. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah you, you figured it out. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. So the first award I'm handing out for biggest dick of the week. And, uh, you know, I don't do this lightly. I didn't want to do this. Biggest dick. Yeah, I didn't want to do this. But, you know, I feel like I just felt like this guy deserves some kind of award. He's been, you know, just he's had a really decent, solid career. And he's never really won anything. And, like, I kind of feel bad for him. And he fucking earned it this week. He really earned it this week. And uh, it's the last thing he's going to earn for the rest of the year. But I'm going to give it to him. Matthew Stafford. Uh, I've given him biggest dick of the week. He beat the Bucks. He, he did it, man. He threw for, like, 380 yards with four tutties. That is a fucking line that you, you just can't ignore. I mean, he put up he put up the biggest line, I, I think, of the week, you know, as far as all the stats together. And he beat Bucks Tom. Not many people can fucking do that. And I don't think anybody's going to do it for the rest of the year. I think the Bucks are going to win the rest of the games the rest of the year, straight to the Super Bowl, win it all. But, you know, Matt Stafford, biggest dick of the week for beating Bucks Tom. Congratulations, Matt Stafford. You know, I, 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 I didn't want to do it because I think the Rams are frauds and I so did it anyway. Stupid. Yeah. Um, so you guys are stupid. Cause that's the, that's the last thing that the Rams are going to win this year. Congratulations to Matt Stafford. Uh, so other, second, other awards that he's gotten, just so you know, uh, 2012 comeback player of the year. Um, no, also no. comeback player of the year. It and doesn't count. In 2015, he won the Galloping Gobbler. So now he's also won Biggest Dick of the Week. So congratulations to Matt Stafford. Yeah, comeback player of the year is not a real thing. I mean, it's like if you get injured and then you come back and do the same exact thing you've always done. Like, oh, here's an award for being the same guy that you've always been, but you got hurt last year, so that's cool. But, hey, the Galloping Gobbler, I mean, as a Lions player – and, you know, he played in that game like 32 times uh, for him to win it once out of 32. That's pretty great. So Galloping Gobbler, biggest dick of the week. Congratulations to Matt Stafford. Uh, my second biggest dick of the week goes to none other than Mr. Matt Nagy. Um, oh, that Bears game. I mean, you got it. You, you have to. I'm pleading with you, listener, to watch the recap of that game. I've never seen anything like it. We've already touched on the fact that they only got 47 yards. But but he put his rookie quarterback, his the, the, the Chicago Bears, prized possession. Justin Fields, they threw him out there 
and they just threw him out there to die. And by they, I mean Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy just sent him out there to die. Because the Dalton tackle, already died. The left tackle was Jason Peters, who can't play this sport of football any longer. He hasn't been able to play full football for three years. I mean, he's just – he's not a good player. I mean, watch watch that – watch the fucking recap of that game. It's hysterical how bad Jason Peters is. And Matt Nagy just ran his quarterback out there. He didn't give he didn't give Jason Peters any help. Fields was sacked nine times, four and a half times with Miles Garrett, who set a record. Miles Garrett just completely embarrassed the bodyguard. And Justin Fields was running for his life the entire time. So Matt Nagy just didn't he, he, the the play calling. Every, all the above, no, my man didn't give a fuck. He sent Justin Fields out there to die. And I'm, I'm a Justin Fields guy. I like Justin Fields. He's a good player. And he sent them out there to die. So, so he's the, so he's Matt the dick Nagy, of the week. Matt Nagy, you're a dick, bro. So he's a dick of the week. Uh, his previous awards have been NFC Coach of the Year in 2018. And no. now, week three, dick of the week. So Hold congratulations. Hold on. Matt. He's been coaching for that long? Yep. Coach of the year. Coach of the he year? Would, Nick, he would he would have beaten the Eagles in a playoff game if not for the double doink. <laughs> if he was if the coach for that, wasn't he? So, man, I, I didn't realize Matt Nagy's been around that long. I mean, hey, good for him for keeping this job for that long. But um, attempted murder on your franchise quarterback, it's not a good look, dude. It's just not a good look. Jason also, Peters was on just Jason Peters was on roller skates that entire game, by the way. It, also, it's incredible he's still playing. It's incredible. Two mats to start the dicks of the week. Ooh. I don't know what that's to say. Ooh. Can, can we end with a third? Nah, we'll let him go. We'll let Check him this go. out. And there we go. Right. And Jimmy <laughs> has put up a, a dick right there for oh, no one to lo- see. Oh my god, so it looks like the go. movie it looks like the movie Aliens. It's a great I'll, dick. I'll put that wiener on uh on Instagram. Perfect. Yeah, All right, so that's gonna wrap up our show. The Eagles the stink. Triumphant the, the Eagles stink. The Phillies stink. The Sixers are in shambles, and the Flyers lost tonight. So we can't wait to talk to you next week after the Eagles most likely lose to the Chiefs, and most the Phillies likely. are and the Phillies are out of uh the Phillies season will be officially done. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Thank you for listening. We'll see you all next week. Good night. Bucks Tom. Make that money, folks.